Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. YouTube's ad blocker detection believed to break EU privacy law. A complaint filed with the EU's independent data regulator accuses YouTube of failing to get explicit user permission for its ad blocker detection system, potentially violating the e-privacy directive. By KG Orphanides. Privacy campaigner Alexander Humph says that YouTube's new ad blocker detection is illegal under European law, and he's taking the fight to the European Commission. YouTube began rolling out ad blocker detection to Europe in early October and is now preventing some European users from viewing its content if they have an ad blocker enabled. The EU's e-privacy directive requires online service providers to get explicit permission to obtain information about a user's system configuration. Honf, an expert advisor at the European Data Protection Board, says that YouTube's use of JavaScript-based detection scripts is subject to that requirement and is failing to abide by it. In a complaint lodged with Ireland's Data Protection Commissioner, or DPC, Honf called on the DPC to take action against YouTube for this breach of the law and demand YouTube cease their unlawful deployment of ad blocker detection tools. Honf, who helped to draft the forthcoming update to the EU's e-privacy regulations, describes YouTube's JavaScript as spyware. The script that YouTube deploys is detecting what software people are running on their machines or what behavior their browser is exhibiting in relation to their private activities. It's not okay. It's illegal, Honf says. We have a fundamental right to privacy under Article 7 of the European Charter of Fundamental Rights. We have a fundamental right to data protection under Article 8. YouTube started implementing anti-ad blocking measures in May 2023, and in June was still describing its ad blocker detection as a test. European users have reported seeing detection messages since early October. Not every user is affected, and you'll see these ad blocker messages only if you're signed in to your YouTube account. When YouTube detects an ad blocker or other privacy tool that blocks ads as part of its functions, you'll see a warning stating that ad blockers violate YouTube's terms of service and ad blockers are not allowed on YouTube. There are a few different versions of this message, including some that entirely prevent you from playing videos and others that allow you to view a number of videos with your blocker enabled before streaming is blocked. A pop-up asking you to turn off your ad blocker is hardly an unusual sight on the internet. But could it be against the law? All versions of YouTube's ad blocker detection apparently use a JavaScript program that runs in the client browser, although YouTube says that it could use non-invasive server-side methods to identify whether a video ad served to a user has not been played. 
Hanf says that YouTube's client-side detection code meets the description in Article 5.3 of the ePrivacy Directive 2002-58EC of a process used to gain access to information stored in the terminal equipment of a subscriber or user. If that's the case, the user must be provided with clear and comprehensive information about what this information will be used for and be given the right to refuse such processing. Users will be familiar with this process from the cookie consent forms that appear whenever a website wishes to capture non-essential information about them and their browser. Right now, neither an explicit notification nor an opt-out are displayed when YouTube obtains data about whether ad blocker tools may be active on one's device or network connection. A YouTube representative tells Wired that ads support a diverse ecosystem of creators globally and allow billions to access their favorite content on YouTube. The use of ad blockers violates YouTube's terms of service. YouTube's current terms, last updated on January 5, 2022, don't explicitly mention the use of ad-blocking tools nor any detection measures, although a permissions and restrictions clause that forbids user activity to circumvent, disable, fraudulently engage, or otherwise interfere with the service could be read as covering this scenario. But Honf maintains that under EU consumer protection law, you're not legally allowed to enforce any terms in the contract which infringe on the fundamental rights and freedoms of an EU resident. The reason cookie consent forms are so intrusive is because consent for device access can't be bundled up with other terms and conditions. YouTube obviously wants to make money. That server bandwidth isn't going to pay for itself. In 2022, ad-free YouTube Premium had 80 million subscribers, while YouTube reported ad revenue of $7.95 billion in the third quarter of 2023 alone. Priced at $13.99, YouTube Premium's primary benefit is ad-free video and music streaming. But if you can use an ad blocker to obtain most of the benefits of a subscription, there's little incentive to pay. YouTube also needs its content creators to make enough money to justify their efforts. If you don't watch the ads on a video and aren't paying for YouTube Premium, the video you're watching doesn't make any money for its uploader. That includes if you have ads enabled but press the Skip Ad button as soon as it appears on a skippable ad. YouTube also reserves the right to serve ads on videos by creators who are not in the YouTube Partner Program or under a monetizing agreement without sharing any revenue from those ads with said creators. The arguments in favor of ad blocking range from reducing bandwidth consumption to avoiding psychologically harmful ads. YouTube, for example, runs ads for alcohol, diets, and online casinos. But the most compelling argument in favor of ad blocking is online security. Online ad networks are regarded as a key threat vector when it comes to computer safety, and ads on YouTube have previously been cited as serving malware, fraud, and pornographic content. Most ad-blocking browser extensions look for specific file paths and file names, such as those on the ad-blocking easy list being called from within a page and remove them from the version of the page that is rendered in your browser. For example, a JavaScript program called clever-ads.js the name of a script produced by the Clever Ads Advertising Automation Service, which embeds ads in your page, would be identified by the ad blocker and removed, along with any content it would normally load. In the case of YouTube, the ad API returned JSON files, which the ad blockers would replace. There are a few methods of detecting whether a user is blocking ads, most of which involve another JavaScript program that checks the rendered page for evidence that ad content has been removed, 
A frequent approach is to have your ad loading script also insert a JavaScript variable or an HTML element that can be checked for. Of course, ad blockers can look for and remove the anti-ad blocker scripts as well, and that's what's happening in the case of blocking tools such as Adblock Plus and uBlock Origin that regularly provide extra filters to download and add to the blocker so that it can remove the latest scripts. But as its anti-ad blocker scripts are added to the filter list, YouTube releases updated versions of those scripts. So now there's an ad block detection arms race going on, embodied by the Is YouTube Anti-Ad Block Fixed website, which monitors whether the uBlock Origin browser plugin is successfully circumventing YouTube's ad block detection or not by comparing a list of YouTube anti-ad blocker script IDs with the list of script IDs that are blocked by the plugin. Fundamentally, the EU says that random websites aren't allowed to rummage around in your stuff without permission. That's something most people agree on. Google itself forbids Android app developers from using the Query All Packages permission, describing a user's installed apps as personal and sensitive information. The question facing the DPC is whether YouTube's adblock detection scripts are invasive enough to qualify. Is downloading and running a JavaScript routine equivalent to downloading and storing a cookie? JavaScript detection routine on a website has to be run by the browser to function. YouTube says that it will, of course, cooperate fully with any questions or queries from the DPC. The Irish Data Protection Commissioner's Office did not provide a comment for this feature, but Honf says that the DPC has confirmed to him that it's investigating the case. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts, and get more security news at wired.com slash security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.